Hello, hey everybody. Welcome to the Ask KP show. Um, excited to uh, you know get this uh, running. But today's topic that I'm super excited to dive deep into, if there's relevant questions, um, is on Product Hunt. You know, launching on Product Hunt. What are some tips and strategies that I have? I've, I think I've had um, maybe like close to 25 launches in the last uh, year and a half. Um, many of them went on to become featured products, top three, top one. Um, one of them was a product of the year last year. It's called Softer. Um, so I've, you know, of course, I've had a fair share of these launches and experiences and um, you know playbooks that I'm happy to talk about and share in public. Hey, David, how are you? Hey, KP, I'm well, and yourself? Doing great. Couldn't be better. Hey, I have a question about launching on Product Hunt. So, Absolutely. What would you say are the main risk factors? Like, what would you be wary of? Or are there any things that people should, you know, maybe postpone or, or consider as a downside? Because it seems like, okay, you're launching a product, you want to launch on Product Hunt, it's supportive community, great, let's go do it. But what are the summon blocks? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I mean, I'm very biased towards launching in public and, you know, making sure um, all of the iterations and all of the uh, improvements you make on your product um, be as public and as community centric as possible. So I'm going to lean in by, you know, by default and say, you know, regardless of what happens, regardless of the downsides, the outs, uh, the upsides, you know, disproportionately outweigh the downsides. But there are a few. I mean, uh, the, the the risks that come to mind are, you know, especially when you have a sort of a product that's not ready for um, a vast set of use cases. You know, you may end up um, gathering a lot of interest from use cases that you haven't prioritized, and so you got, you're probably going to get a lot of comments and like, you know, demands and requests or whatever. Um, from the three or four use cases or edge cases that you may have intentionally chosen to not prioritize. So I think it's still good to know that there's some demand there. There's some signal there. Um, the other thing is, of course, this is a good problem to have. You can have your site come down or you can have your, you know, API limits hit because you had so much traffic coming in from product time. But that's a good problem to have in my view. I've had a couple crashes on the launch day because there was so much traffic and, I always would take that because we were in real life fixing that and got back online within an hour as opposed to so many of my other launches, which only had like 10 upvotes. So I'd rather yeah, have- This is a good problem, right? It's a good problem sure. to have, right? Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, those are some things. Um, I think just, it's not so much a risk, but just overall a mindset to embrace is to be uh, super prepared for that day being your launch day and like being intentional and present for that 24 hour window, you don't have to be really present in the, in the nights, but as much as you can not have any other meetings and really bring yourself and your team to answer questions, to engage with the, uh, you know, comments on the, on your launch page. Um, and I think these are some of the things that people like overlook because they uh, think it's just a launch and, you know, go away. Quick question that I'll take offline as my time winds down, but how we'll bring you, you back into the queue though. Comments over time, like you say, twenty-four hours, and then with time zones. Is my question. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll um, get you back and uh, um, 
That's the question. All right. All right, back. I came back. I saw Suzanne in the queue a moment ago. I don't want to, you know, take her opportunity here. So oh. happy to take it off. Oh, okay. All right. We'll we'll um Suzanne, can you do you mind joining the queue again? Um while I finish this answer. Um David. So your thought was sorry, your question was around uh, time zones? Right. So well, I was wondering, like, you know, is, is is there since you've done it so many times, do you see feedback, you know, consistently over the 24 hours? Is it weighted and you know? Um, Europe, US, Asia, what do you see there as far as coverage that one would want to have? Yeah, they um, operate off of PST, the Pacific Time Zone, California, because, um, you know, I think Ryan Hoover was in San Francisco when he started this. So there was a, by default, that was a, you know, time that was chosen, um, time zone chosen. So the one tip that I have, which was not obvious to me when I started, um, was I would wake up and launch in my EST 8 or 9 a.m., you know, EST, which would be mm -hmm. 5 or 6 a.m., you know, PST. But I didn't know that you could actually launch at 12.01, you know, like in the night yes. when the day right. begins, of you know, the beginning of the day and give yourself five, six hours of head start to be, you know, upvoted and ranked up and down in the, in, in the rankings. I did not know that until like, I don't know, 10 launches in. And I noticed that a lot of people were doing this um, at 1201. And I was like, wow. And if you follow the official guidelines, which I, it was somewhere buried in some of the foot, you know, foot lines, mm -hmm. but they do advocate for launching at the minute of um, PSC. Um, so you give yourself 23, 23 uh, hours, 40, right. 59 minutes. That's a good tip. Yeah. All right. Sweet. All right. I'll, I'll pass you. All right. Okay. Hello. Hey, Suzanne. Hi. Good. Thank you. Uh, so my question is about what do you recommend doing before you go to launch on on uh, Product Hunt? So what's the lead up to the launch on the Product launch. Hunt? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Um, I think first that that question itself is 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 um, important and even like to consider that there there is a lead up. You know, a lot of folks just. Go straight to product hunt, you know, and I definitely don't recommend that unless it's like a pet project and you don't care about the outcome. That's fine. Right. Um, um, the lead up is I have I've explored and experimented with like a staggered approach. So what I typically have done is I would first announce my project or product or experiment to five or six people in my masterminding group. These are people who care mm -hmm. about you, who you have is really uh, deep social capital with like reputation or like connections with, and they are all, you know, hopefully they are, they understand what you're building. They're like part of your ideal customer persona, right? You don't want to, even if you talked about what you're building to a best friend, sometimes you don't, that person may not be yeah. the right person for this thing. So ideally five to six people, what I would call peer group from there, you get their feedback. You, you catch the basic errors. You catch the basic copy mistakes, catch the basic, I don't understand the value prop, you know, kind of thing mm -hmm, from them. Mm -hmm. And from there, the, the second iteration goes to, to me, uh, goes to my Slack groups. Like I'm part of, you know, at least, I don't know, six or seven of them. With the one group where you have other product enthusiasts, hopefully be a hundred, 200 people. That's like an ideal size in a channel or in a public group. That's where I would do a soft launch. I would say, Hey, look, I'm going to product hunt on next Monday. Would love your feedback. Love you. Um, to get get me some support and some uh, you know catch some errors or whatever, and then typically the third step would be my Twitter audience. 
um this is when this is the during the days when i had like a 4000 5000 audience now i have 35000 so i'm like is i'm sometimes i hesitate to launch to my twitter but i think it's still a good bet because your twitter your twitter your social circles are still only the folks who know you um and they're not absolute complete strangers like product hunt so i would launch there and then i would have a mini announcement saying i'm going live next monday would love your feedback thoughts and you know blah blah, blah. So by the time I go to product hunt typically which is the fourth iteration it will look polished and refined and sometimes some people look at it and they're like wow this looks so great of course it looks great because I had four iterations yeah. before it so yeah. that's the secret and I always I always suggest and recommend the uh, staggered approach staggered approach as opposed to going straight to the edge awesome thank you yeah i think it also gives those people who might come and give you a comment Oh sorry um we lost your thought but um if you want to join the queue again Suzanne we can finish that and in any other question you may have um yeah so, I was welcome back thing that it uh i think it also gives uh people in that original group groups that you described time also to possibly sign up for product time yeah so i know just did a, a launch on product hunt and i went to click on it to support you and i was like oh i'm not set up over there yeah to me it's kind of like you're bringing your own party to mm-hmm. you know like it's like bringing your own uh, entourage to a to a public forum right and yeah, yeah. so i mean it's so important to have realistic expectations at these early stages you know uh, early groups mm-hmm. where among my five or six peers maybe three of them will be super hyped about what i'm building three yeah. of them will be like yeah but that three is huge and then you got the second yeah. group of slack folks you know there maybe like i got 10 there i got 13 so far then you got my twitter or art your public twitter or whatever you got like i don't know 50 people there you know or maybe even mm-hmm. 40 together you have about 30 to 40 to 50 folks on the launch day who are going to not only upvote but leave you a comment Yeah with some meaningful thoughtful feedback or praise or a question. Yeah. And this is the secret that a lot of people don't understand that you know everybody who's crushing it on product hunt's homepage right now has this entourage that you haven't seen them. So mm-hmm. that's why you're like wow this is like you know blowing up on top 3 or top 5 and that's because they have done the work of pre-lead uh, the lead up work and um uh, they brought the rally you know to the public forum. So cool. Um yes, yeah, this one other thing that I learned. Um but yeah, sorry, uh, do you have a product hunt, you know, in mind? Um you have uh, uh we're pro- we're well, I'm like paying attention to this one because you're doing it and to um because I'm thinking months down the line, yeah. we're at the the very very beginning stage of thinking of a build in public marketing we're a couple years into thinking yeah. about the concept and we're a couple months into exploring this specific app so we're still in the validation stage but it's when i'm starting to think about okay we've got to do some build in public stuff i don't really know a lot about it which is why i found you and have been uh following and then even though we're not at a stage that we'd be ready for product hunt yet uh and thinking about that and being like what are the steps that we have to do yeah. prior to that and right. prior even to the steps before you stagger what are the ones that are before that so yeah. that we can get going on them yeah yeah i mean um no i'm 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 glad you're thinking about all this you know a bit ahead of time um 
Where are you calling in from? I know we got a Victoria, uh, BC, Canada, BC. just close Very to Vancouver. Cool. Yeah. Very yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you so much. Great seeing you today. Yeah. Thanks. All right. That was a great question. Um, another, um, another tip that comes to mind on, on this topic of product hunt is, um, um, you know, this probably is obvious to a lot of people, but it wasn't to me in the early days is, is I, um, didn't understand, uh, the value of questions on the launch page. Um, so I was only looking for praise cause you know, praise feels good, right? Boost your ego. Like for example, I launched, I don't know, something like, um, Kappa, one of my, you know, projects, let's say, you know, and, um, all like early days, you know, this is like also part of my, uh, lack of a mature perspective. I mean, maybe I was like not, not transformed enough at the time that I was looking for praise, looking for people to, um, give me compliments and compliments and compliments saying, yeah, great stuff, blah, 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 you know, under, under the launch and in comments. And I've have had a significant shift in my mindset since then. Um, uh, personally, but also like from a business perspective, because, you know, really personally, I mean, I, I don't care about the, uh, praise that much. Cause I think internally I have my own sort of understanding of, you know, how far we are, how good is this, you know, what else have, what else we, do we need to do? I, I look for one or two meaningful compliments here and there, but you know, like I'm not looking for an overpouring, uh, compliment, you know, parade. Cause that's not the point. The point is to discover, um, what are some prompts and interesting angles, interesting twists, interesting use cases that you haven't seen, you haven't thought about from the crowd. And so the, the business benefit of this is actually product hunt prioritizes and, you know, the algorithm favors if there's more Q and a style question and answer question and answer under, under the launch, as opposed to just a blanket of, yeah, great job rocks. You know, this is awesome. This, this sucks. You know, this, you know, well, maybe not that, but so I've realized that actually, and some of my recent launches I've noticed um, where there was a lot of Q and a back and forth have ranked higher compared to just like, you know, 20 positive compliments that didn't end with a question. So another tip that, uh, so these days what I request or what I ask my audience is to not simply just say, support us. I usually say, support us and leave a question if something comes to mind. You know, that little subtle change in CTA call to action can make a huge difference. So, um, and I try to practice this myself. Even this morning before uh, I came on the show, there was one of my friends, um, Max Haining and Michael Novotny had a launch on Product Hunt. Um, and um, I went and supported them just to give an upvote and, you know, in the comments section, instead of just simply like back in the day, I used to say, great job, blah, 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 and move on. But I did that, but I asked a question, a thoughtful question or something that I was curious about. It doesn't have to be like, you know, super scientific, but um, I think something on the lines of like, um, they had a resource, crowdsourced uh, resource that had, you know, so many um, no-code projects listed. So my question was a very simple, curious question on a, what are your plans of extending the roadmap? Like, how do you plan to keep this list up to date? Is it going to be crowdsourcing or is it going to be manual? That's it. And that led to another comment from the makers. So um, yeah, I think comments and questions are way more important than just upvotes alone. Hey, KP. Sean, I'm in the back. I'm in the dark, man. Uh, you're in the yeah. You're definitely. Is it is, yeah. it? is it? Is it that night 
Is it that late in the night in uh, South Africa? No, it's just gone up to 6 p.m., but it is winter down here. So, uh, you know, the sun is long gone. Um, but hey, here's a quick question for you. Just in terms of describing your business, you know, in, in right. the little summary and the description, you know, what, you know, how do, can people get it right and what should we avoid to get it wrong? Because I feel like that, that little, you know, that description is pretty much your hook, right? Like that's, that's yeah. something that's important. So, you know, what yeah. are some, some practices in your opinion there? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I think, I mean, the title is the title, right? If you're, if your project is called weight room, the title is the title is called weight room, but yeah. the, the uh, subtitle, um, and the description, which is the longer, you know, description. The subtitle is usually sixty characters, I think. So, it's it's what you want. Um, you know, it, it should be a showstopper as much as you can, right? Um, yeah. And it's uh, the punchier, the better. And um, a lot of the times, the hook is the subtitle. You know, it, the main title sometimes doesn't even matter. Like weight room, could be called. Q room or something or wait Q that doesn't matter as much. What they're looking for is like, what is the hook? What is that subtitle? The 60 character thing. So I would actually workshop that if I were you or if I was, you know, launching this multiple times. And I've done that with founders where I was helping them with the hunting and some of the, you know, launches, we would workshop Mm -hmm. that hook multiple times, much more than, you know, um, other parts description though. Description, I mean, sorry, some good practice about the hook is make sure that it it invokes curiosity, make sure that it is slightly novel and it has a little edgy, you know, opening Mm -hmm. to it. And then any clickbait? um, Huh? Any clickbait? Yeah, clickbait. I think, you know, uh, more tongue in cheek, right? Hopefully not like so boring clickbait, but more tongue in cheek is always fun. Yeah, you won't Uh, believe this product, right? (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to say stuff like weight room, you're yeah. not ready for this or something, you know, like, what the heck, <laughs> yeah. you know? but you want it to be like a little tongue in cheek, like, I don't know, quibby, but you know, better or something like, I'm just kidding. I'm right. not knocking on quibby because yeah. you know, it was a disaster, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like you want it to be a less, as playful as you can, if you possible. Um, we did the radio show. We did the founder, the founder hotline project launch last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, the hook was like a retro radio style, um, the, a retro radio show you would want to be part of or something, like something on the lines. Right. Um, okay. So I know we're, yeah, almost out of time. Let me finish the thought there. So yeah, that's, I think that's key. The hook is very important. Description, I would try to make the description as matter of fact as possible. Um, I think that your creativity should be more in the... Uh, hook and description should be more of a logical justification of, you know, your creative hook, right? What does it do? Give me the TLDR. Uh, I think there's a 300 character limit there. So you have some space. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, don't start again. Don't try to make, make it so big e- either, you know, just keep it short and punchy. Um, and that's it. You know, the rest can be part of the uh, maker comment or, um, you know, a hundred comment. So. Yeah, I think, uh, ooh, we have a special guest, Goku. Hey, KP, how's it going? It's going so well, man. Good to see you. How are you? How is the baby? Good to see you. Thank you. Sorry, I'm actually on a walk with the baby right now. I'm assuming that 
maybe Nick has a question for me for the Ask KP show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Nick wants to know, uh, I've heard that there's different days of the week that are better or worse for launches. And mm. also the time of the launch, like 12 a.m. Pacific or something like that makes yeah. a difference, but it depends on the type of product. Yeah. So wanted to know your thoughts on that. Yeah, great question. Thank, first of all, thanks for, thanks for you know, joining the feed, joining the live stream. Um, I, so let's tackle the first one first, which is the date or the day of the week. I agree. Um, anecdotally, though, empirically, I don't really have like scientific data, but I think what I've noticed is Tuesdays and Thursdays have been performing better than um, other business days and definitely no weekends. You know, weekends, it's easy to rank in top three on the weekend, but you're only going to get one-tenth of the eyeballs. So... You're probably gonna get like, I don't know, compared to a normal launch, you you they have at least one or two million, you know, views each day. In my view, on an optimistic day, um, so on the weekend, you probably get like I don't know, 10k or 20k, 30k. So very very less in my view. Um, so I wouldn't launch on the weekend unless it's like a fun set. Again, side project you don't care about, you just launch. That's fine. Uh, but empirically, Tuesdays and Thursdays have been better in my view. Um, I don't know why. I can't explain why. Um, that's been my mantra. It does, again, it, it's not the end of the world. If sometimes you can't find those two slots, I would still launch on Monday or Wednesday. It's fine. Maybe not on Friday. So that aside, the, 12, the 1201 PST is actually a real thing um, because everybody else will launch at 1201. So if you're launching later than 1201 PST, like 3 p.m., uh, sorry, 3 a.m. or 5 a.m., 6 a.m. PST, it's just that you're going to be behind in the race. You may somehow still get ahead if your product's such a great thing or if it appeals to the product enthusiasts that are on product hunt. You know, you may still make it. For example, like I often see um, Stripe launch later in the day and they still make it because it's Stripe, right? So. Okay. Awesome. That makes sense. Uh Quick question was, uh, Ron, you mentioned the, the importance of a hunter. So I was wondering, what is the role of a hunter? Is it uh, promoting it across or like different platforms or is there some sort of uh, role that the hunter plays on the product on platform itself? I think they should probably like not call it hunter anymore because, you know, like um, back in the day, there were only a handful of hunters who would bring these launches and products to life on product hunt, right? They were like the gatekeeper, like, like middlemen through which, they were like the curators through which new products were launching on product hunt. But now anybody can be a hunter. So like it doesn't have the value that you used to have back in the day. However, there's a, another um, piece that I think is valuable and maybe they should not call these hunters. But what the other piece is, in my view, is that folks who have a huge audience, folks who have a huge reputation, folks who have, you know, huge... Uh, networks and following off product hunt, you know, can help significantly, you know, on your launch on product hunt, right? So Patrick Collison, founder of Stripe, um, a few others like that, like Eric Turnberg, you know, founder of On Deck, a few others, they actually, you know, they have significant networks and connections in real world or online. They have, let's say Sahil Bloom has an impressive newsletter, huge newsletter. So, you know, when that person becomes or chooses to be a hunter, you of course have a massive advantage because inevitably that person is going to talk about this either on the podcast or they're going to talk about it on the newsletter saying that, hey, look, I am hunting or I am launching. I'm helping 
Gokul's product launch today and check it out, right? That will go, that will have attract, that will attract more eyeballs than some, uh, some nameless person hunting you, you know? So my, my, my suggestion is either go for an elite audience person, like someone who has a network, you know, someone who can like really amplify as much as you can or hunt it yourself. Anywhere in the middle is pointless. Got it. Awesome. Thanks a lot, KP. Awesome, man. Great, great seeing you. Great catching up. Yeah. Good to see you. Enjoy the rest of your walk. Thank you. All right. See you. See ya. Bye-bye. All right. The, the, the tactic around day is actually, uh, the, the day of the week is actually unique as well. Um, so I'm glad that Gokul brought it up. Um, I'm trying to think of what else that I have learned um, recently about product hunt. We talked about the images, the gallery, the GIF. I mean, there is a lot of folks I agree to in the sense that a lot of folks say that uh, a GIF, a logo that's part of a GIF, the thumbnail if the thumbnail is a static image versus a GIF, uh, it seems to make a difference. Um, the community seems to prefer moving objects or moving, you know, you know, logos or moving uh, animations or whatever on the thumbnail, which I agree. I think if you can uh, make a fun um, thumbnail that has a GIF in it, I think that's you know slightly better. Uh, but they're all like you know we're talking about the. It's 0.01% optimization. I think at the end of the day, if you have a great product and if you have your own entourage coming up and showing up and hyping you up and rallying around the product launch, those are the keys that will easily get you into um, you know, the featured rankings. Along with if you have a you know, great hunter. I mean, there's a lot of uh, uh, you know, um, myths around the, you know, hunters. You know, should I have a hunter? Should I not have a hunter? I want to clear it off on air that factually and technically you do not need a hunter to hunt on product hunt. It is not what they advocate. If you go look at any of their new information, any of the new posts, you do not need a hunter to launch on product hunt. That's uh, that's an old school playbook. Um, so you can like practically, I think I just saw this uh, stat this morning, I think about 60% of all number one products of the day um, have been uh, where the makers hunted them themselves. So, you know, you don't need a hunter. So don't make it a, don't use that as an excuse to not go live on product hunt. Having said that, having an experienced hunter or having someone who's a top hunter, someone who's done this many, many times, is just a nice to have to kind of ease your own stress, to ease your own, you know, anxiety on the hunt launch day and to guide you in the steps that, that need to happen before the launch, during the launch day and post launch. So it's just kind of like, you know, um, you can climb the Mount Everest solo or you can climb with the Sherpa, right? Like there's no, it's not one thing's not better than the other. Um, and absolutely, you do not need a Sherpa to climb the Mount Everest or climb the, climb the mountain. But I think it's just, um, it's just more of a um, way to like ease out your own anxiety if you're feeling super stressful. If you have a high stakes launch, if you have a big VC, um, you know, level company and you're like, you know, you don't want to screw it up uh, by making obvious preventable mistakes. And I think that's when you would probably, you know, want to have a hunter help you. Um, that, was, that was awesome. Um, felt like time just flew. And I'm, uh, I'm super um, honored for everybody who showed up and watched the, watched the feed. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys on the next, uh, next Ask KP show. See you all and have a great rest of the day.